Hi, welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all that other hoo-ha. Kyler? Hey. What's up? What's up? All right. So, we got the room back. Yep. It's clean. Um, sort of. Took Garrett to Denton yesterday, helped him move back into his dorm, did all that stuff, wishing that young man the best of luck yep. at the University of North Texas. Yep. Dude, he's actually, his, his degree plan is really cool. It's in broadcasting and sports journalism. That's what Colton's is. Yeah. Well, he's a uh, Garrett's the play-by-play for like North Texas, like uh, a couple sports. That's cool. And kind of does the broadcasting and that kind of thing. That's pretty cool. And like almost every single dude on the ticket is a Mean Green alum. Oh. So that's kind of how that works. Is Garrett will finish, and then you know they'll tell somebody, and either at the ticket or. At a local ESPN station here, which all that's out of Bristol, Connecticut now, but they still have places here in Dallas and stuff, and then he'll start doing that somehow. So there's definitely uh, gateways to, uh, not drugs, gateways to uh, getting to what he wants to do. That's really, really cool. I'm, you know, kind of an older brother feel here. I'm very proud of Garrett because I didn't really think I was going to start it like this at all. Garrett has, Garrett's had an uphill battle. He really, really has. It doesn't seem like it, but he has. Kind of like, you know, no no funding besides loans and Pell Grants yeah. and, you know, that kind of thing. And he still goes to school, busts his ass, like does that stuff. And, you know, that's, that's kind of tough to do when you don't, don't have the financial support, which I understand. I get that completely. You know, aviation school with very limited. I have a little bit of financial support, but not much for a degree plan that's over $100,000. That's pretty expensive. Yeah. So I get it. It's he's got his head down though. He's trying to finish that up, and I'm excited to see where he's uh, what station. I want to see Gary on TV one day, sitting across from Stephen A. Smith, like Stephen Will Kane. Yeah, <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith, the blasphemy. The, like Will Kane. I think I still have that video saved on my Snapchat story somewhere where Will Kane. Oh, they were like, uh, they're talking about football, and uh, well, I come from one of the one of the most uh, like. I don't know. I forgot one of the most rivaled, like Texas rival high school rivalries Sherman of all time. Nelson. And Stephen A. Smith goes, "Where'd you go to high school?" And goes, uh, "Sherman High School, home of the Bearcats." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh yeah, he did go here. I forgot about that." Good old Will Kane. Yeah. Um, I hope one day Garrett's on a show, and the Mavericks are horrible. I, hope, I don't know if the Mavericks are ever horrible. But the Mavericks are horrible, and they don't get the lottery pick that they were projected to get. And Garrett. I am having a very bad day, <laughs> like Stephen A. But Garrett left us his, uh, which is this is really kind of him. He left his. Uh, I feel like Pablo. I hat. feel like Pablo hat, and he left a Elvis Andrews jersey yep. to remember him by while he's in school. So nice. Yeah, that'll be that'll be uh, interesting to see how his semester goes. And you know, like I said, kind of a big brother feel. I'm happy for him. Nice. But you showed me a picture when we walked in here, and I kind of wanted to talk about it because I think that stuff's interesting. It is interesting. You think it's stupid. And no, it's interesting, but people that th- think that way are stupid. Okay. Well, let's let's oh, talk about the picture. We'll, we we'll break the picture down, explain so, what you're seeing. It's a picture of an hourglass with a bunch of people at the top. They're all nude, um, and they're just doing multiple things. And as an hourglass works, the sand goes from the, the top to the bottom, depending on what type of hourglass it is. They have minute hourglasses. We have an actual hourglass. But the sand goes from the top to the bottom, and it represents an hour. So when the sand reaches the bottom, it's been an hour or a minute, depending on the size of the hourglass. 
Well, the caption of this photo says, We live in a world where sex is free and love costs, where losing a phone is scarier than losing moral, where it's fashionable to get drunk and use drugs because if you don't do that, you're old and lame, where husbands cheat on their wives and wives cheat on their husbands, and the children are left to raise themselves, where women are more afraid of getting pregnant than getting AIDS, where pizza delivery is faster than an ambulance, where clothes decide a person's value and money is the root of all evil and more important than family and friends. This is not the world God intended when he said, let there be light. You don't agree with that? Some of that's true. I agree with that. Some of it's true. What do you not agree with? The I can break down every single one of those things you just said and give real-life examples of how those are true. We live in a world where sex is free. Yes. It's always been free. Uh, that's saying like, okay, we're sex is free, but love, what's the rest but of love, it? But love costs. Okay. You can go and... Sometimes love's co- you love can go, costs. You Not can go, all the time. Well, you can go and hook up with somebody. Yep. That is immoral. In my opinion, it's disgusting. That's just my opinion. I'm not that type of person. But love, being in love with someone, you take on their financial responsibility as they take on yours. That's always been that way. Yeah, yeah. But so, so sex can be free. Yeah, but but love but, to be in love with somebody and to, to have that relationship it costs money. It costs it's not free. It's always been that okay. way. Okay, I, I agree. It's been that way since the beginning of time. Not necessarily, but since money, since monetary value became a thing, yeah. it's been that way forever. But there are, there are people who keep their accounts separate and that oh, kind yeah. of thing, and they pay for their own stuff. Yeah, but that's not the norm. No, but continue. But, um, we're losing a phone is scarier than losing moral. I agree with that. I lost my phone, or I lost my, my 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 phone was broken, and that sucks. I agree with that to an to an extent, but it just you depends put, on the type of person you are. What's well, talking about the value of an actual object, of an actual cell phone? Yeah. Which you and I, I, I told my dad, I have to have a phone because doing the insurance adjusting, I have to have it. Yeah. I have to have a phone to check my schedule at work. I have to have my phone. They don't make the paper copies. Yeah, but so I have see, to have it. I don't agree. See, I agree with that to some extent, but at the same time, there's this thing, just technological advances. If people didn't live on their phones, people live off their phones now. Yeah, everybody does. You do it, I exactly. do it. Exactly. So you can't, I don't think you can really necessarily say that because if some some people lose their phone, they lose a, they lose a business for that day, of course, because you can always get a new phone. But at the same time, I understand what it means. I think that it's just, it has a, there's a, there's more meaning behind. There's other op. There's other things behind that sentence, than, or that that statement than, what it represents according to this photo. It just. I just don't. I don't know. The whole picture is just. Everything it says in here, if you look at it from a a glass half empty point of view, then I understand how you could agree with it. But if you don't. And you under you you recognize the world for what it is. It's like people that say, "Oh, growing up now is the it's the worst time to be alive." Ah, no bullshit. Living um, in <laughs> being a Christian in the uh, in the Middle East in the 1700s, where if you said you were a Christian, you just got literally quartered, yeah, which means you get cut in half or you you, you get beheaded. Then they cut your body into force and they hang you in the middle of the street. Yeah, it's probably worse living then. Probably for your religious beliefs. 100%. That still happens in the world, by the way. I'm just saying, people that it's like this. This picture sums up to me the type of people that say, "Oh, just growing up now is just a, it's a well, bad time to be growing up." I understand what you mean, but at well, the same well, time, 
I think it's in the words of Donald Glover. Pretty sure he said it in a comedy. Yeah, pretty sure he said it in a comedy skit in a comedy show, like a comedy special of his. Said his dad used to say that to him, and then his rebuttal was, "Are you kidding me? It's the best time to." And that was ten years ago. Yeah, this is the best time to be alive. It's. I understand, like you know, I guess the social injustice and all that stuff and social media issues. Yeah, I guess. Sure, that sucks. Be black in the 1700s. Exactly. Be anything but white. Really? And then he, you know, this is the worst time. This is the worst time period of music. Really? No. Old rap used to talk about going to the hat store. Let me let me say this. I've told I my dad this to before. to the hat store today, and I bought myself a hat. <laughs> I told my dad this last night in the car. Um, I've talked about how the quarterback market in the NFL is oversaturated. He disagrees. It is. But I've, I told him, Michael Jackson... Yep. And Elvis Presley. Yep. Legends. Mm-hmm. Legends. Why? I can break, and I'm not discrediting their talent, what they did, how huge they were to the music industry, just like Einstein, where Einstein sets the building blocks for scientific notation, for all these, for, for uh, mathematics, for all these different things. If he was not there, you don't have the growth in yeah. science and medicine that you have today. Yep. If Elvis and Michael Jackson and Prince and those people aren't there, if they're in today's era, you don't have the building blocks that you have today. Michael Jordan. I'll use Michael Jordan as an example, too. They're so big. They were so massive because they lived in an era where there's hundreds of... I'm sorry. This is unpopular. Not black people are going to disagree with me. Music buffs will hate me for this. There's hundreds of... There was, in, in that time period, there was thousands and thousands and thousands of Elvises in the world. Thousands and thousands and thousands of Michael jo- or Michael Jordans of uh, Michael Jacksons in the world. You can find him today. You can find Justin Bieber on YouTube. You can find Justin Bieber on Snapchat. You can find. I'm, I'm not saying actual Justin Bieber. I'm saying people that are as talented as Justin Bieber. Yeah. You can find Billy Eilish. You can find Olivia Rodrigo. You can find um, what's her name uh, Lizzo. Like you can find these Might not people. Not be able to find Lizzo. She's different. <laughs> but I, I, she, I, I'm, I'm saying. Different. I'm saying. Ow. Whenever whenever Elvis was so big, it was because you couldn't, there wasn't social media. There wasn't a way to communicate with every single person on the entire planet. And you were just in your area. That's These are the people that you, the talent pool is limited in the NBA. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was the See, biggest. I agree with that, what you're saying, but I think it's a different reason. Well, hold on. Michael Jordan in the 80s and 90s, there were, there, there were guys that were in other countries that, Ceiling wise, we're at Michael Jordan's ceiling or better, but you couldn't find them. Yeah. Now, Luca, the Gasol brothers, Giannis, Jokic, yeah. like Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, those guys global. The world is now global. Mm-hmm. Back then, it was just regional and it was local. In your country. Because you could not, the social media, the technology was not advanced. Same thing with Einstein. There were people that were figuring stuff out on the other sides of the country, but they're not documented because. There was no way for them to make their work publicly known to everyone yeah. in the world. So if you existed in today's time period, Michael would still be famous. Elvis would still be famous. Michael Jordan would still be nasty. Mm-hmm. But there's you get Serge Ibaka from Congo. You get Mo Bamba from... I, I, you get what I'm saying? The world's global now. Technology is advanced stuff, and you're able to find these people. Back then, you couldn't find... 20 Elvises. There was just one, but there really was 20. You just could never find them. Does that make sense at all, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. I think if Michael Jordan played today's game, he'd be a, a 
He'd be an all star, but I, I don't think he'd be as, he'd be as good as he was in the nineties. I I think he'd be a. Uh, I don't think, I I don't think he'd ooh. be as good. Is this unpopular? If Brandon Roy never got hurt. Yeah. Very similar. No, I mean you know different because Michael. I don't think he'd be as good. Yeah. I mean Brandon Roy is great, but easily forgotten because of injuries. But if he wasn't yeah. injured, he he might have won a championship. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Brandon Roy is great. I yeah. love Brandon Roy. But. Yeah, I mean, he'd be a great player. Michael would be a great player, still be a Hall of Famer, but it wouldn't be this in the same breath as it is today. Nope. As, he, as you've the seen The talent has just gotten ridiculous. But on that picture, you said that um, that people judge people based – or like, you know, you're losing your phone is more scary than losing your morals. That is true because it, there's more value for some most people actually in the world of technology than your actual ethics and your actual morals – and then says where it's quote, fashionable to get drunk and use drugs because uh, if you don't do that, then you're old and lame. If you don't party, you're boring. Yeah, to an extent, boring's good. <laughs> to an extent, I I understand what they mean, but it's not correct. Boring's good. It's not. Yeah, it is. It's not. Successful people are boring. They're not though. There's the exception. Kanye is the exception. Elon Musk is boring. He is. Elon Musk is boring, boring, but there's a different. But he's a different type of success. I don't know. Um, but I'm there's saying. there's different types of success when it comes to your field of your field of work. I mean, CEOs so are boring. People, yeah, people like that. They're boring. They're just they're just boring's smart. Good. But when you, it depends on what you want to do. If you want to be a musician, you can't be boring. You have to be different. Lizzo, Kanye, Kanye. Lizzo. yeah, yeah, but you have to be different. Yeah, that's that's specific examples. That's what I'm saying. That's. You have to, it makes you, if you don't do that, it makes you old and lame. No, that's not true. That does I just, I understand what they mean, but it's in, not necessarily 100% In the UFC true. where marketing is everything. If, if John, I mean, if John Jones, if John, was, Jones, if John had, Jones was boring, he'd be the greatest fighter of all time. He is boring. John Jones is the most boring fighter. No, I'm saying like outside, like he goes and gets in trouble. And oh. he, if, if John Jones was boring and just, yeah, I go and fight, I train, I just kick ass in the ring, that's what I do. He'd be a legend. He'd be the, he already is. is a legend, but he'd be undisputedly the greatest of all time. He is, he but, is undisputedly because, the greatest no, of all time. But because he's not How's boring. He not? But because he's not boring and because he's got those scandals behind him and that stuff and the way that he is, there's always going to be, well, his character or... That kind of thing. You kind of get what I'm saying there. I think boring's good. I think boring's good. Depending on depending on the person, yeah. it can be. I'm not boring, but I'm not getting in trouble. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Um, what else we got? Uh, the clothes one was what I was wanting to get to. But where, where husbands cheat on their wives and wives cheat on their husbands. Where clothes decide a person's value and money is the root of all evil and more important than family and friends. I don't agree with that, but I agree with that. Where clothes define someone's basically financial. State, you know, like or, their financial yeah, clothes, situation. Disguise, uh, Look up pictures the, of Adam Sandler. Yep, I love Adam Sandler. He doesn't care. He wear he he wears his Yale, his Duke, his University of Nebraska football, Kansas basketball shirts and shorts yep. everywhere. Does not dress or act like he is a multi. Probably worth more than a hundred million Daniel Craig dollars. Giving away his one hundred and seventy million dollar fortune from the James Bond uh, trilogy yeah. or uh, movies with good. Yep. Good. Good. I do think money is the root of all evil. Yeah. It is. Mm. Greed. Selfishness. Yeah. Getting one over your brother, over your neighbor. Yeah. Ah. It is. Ah. If, if if money drives you, you're a problem. 
money drives everybody, and it's the reason that everybody goes to work. If money didn't drive people, if money didn't make the world go around, you wouldn't go to work. Yep. But money shouldn't be the most important thing in your life. Relationships and, you know, that kind of thing. Being personable and being a decent human being. And if you are, the phone thing isn't a big deal because you'd rather lose your phone than lose your morals. You're not going to cheat on your spouse because you have good morals. And money won't drive you to do unethical bad things. And you won't be have this high class of fashion. I have to have the new Gucci, the new Supreme bullshit. And you'd be a you know a good human being. I you said that picture stupid. I understand what it's saying. So do I. You you're literally we're literally killing ourselves. I understand I what it's it. saying too. I get it. But I disagree with it because I have a counter to all everything it says. I can support everything it says. I have a counter to everything. <laughs> okay, let's hear the counters to all of it. Losing your phone is more important than losing your or more important than losing your morals. It's not. It's not. But at the same time, is it morally wrong for me to make a commitment to? Say, okay, say for instance, this right here. I do a lot of work off of this. Yeah. The cell phone in my hand. I do too. I do too. I break my phone. I have a meetup with two very close friends of mine that we've been planning for months. But I know that before I, you know, before I go meet up with those friends, that I have to get up. I broke my phone and I'm going to get a call. And it's a very important call that could possibly better my future. It's morally wrong for me to just cancel on these two very close friends of mine to just go get my phone fixed so I can answer a phone call. That's morally wrong because of friendships, because of because of the relationships you build with people. That's morally wrong. But at the same time, I'm going to risk them being mad at me. I'm going to, if they get mad at me for it, they get mad at me for it. I don't care. It's something that I have to do. I understand. See what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I get There's it. a counter to that. Where fashionable, having fashionable clothing decides a person's value. Well, that's true. It's always been that way. It's been that way since the beginning of time. When you it have, shouldn't be. It's always, but it's been that way forever. You have... Go back to the the Roman era. You have people on the street. I mean, it's in Aladdin. It's in Disney movies. You have people that are... In biblical times, who was the richest person? Where value was not by a coin. No. Value was by land. Yeah. Who was the richest person? In biblical times. Abraham. He wore robes. Yeah, you got your King James and your King and uh, Pilate and all them with their huge kingdoms. And but that their- just that's 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 just a that's a that's the way the the time periods have just changed. If you go back to any anything that has any type of uh, let me try to describe what I mean. Um, if you go back to, I'm just in just in general, you have, I mean, it's depicted everywhere. You have people that work in. You know, they work for a living. Clothes are tattered. Yeah. Hands are dirty. You have kings and queens. Yeah, it's the same thing now. It's the same thing it now. changed. It's always been that way. It's always going to be that way because money gets you higher, better quality, more of things. life, whatever. They give, money gets you a higher quality of life. It's always been that way. What that picture so is if, saying. Oh, if you ahead. have money to buy it, why not? Did you work? It, 
and, and that sort of like becomes iffy when it's like you know the rich kids you know the kids has parent rich parents yeah. type thing super rich kids but Frank for Ocean. the most part people that have money they work for it so you get to enjoy the fruits of your labor so if i have money to go to a you know a shoe store and buy a pair of back to the future air mags nice. right yeah they're $25,000 but twenty five thousand or twenty five hundred? Twenty five thousand. Oh my god! They had a pair of uh, when I was in LA. They had a pair of Eminem Carhartt fours. Mm-hmm. They're listed for like fifty seven thousand. But if I have the money to spend on it, and it's not going to break the bank for me, which if you have that type of money, then <laughs> if you have if you have the type of money where fifty seven thousand dollars isn't going to break that the, stuff shouldn't exist, in my opinion. Why? You shouldn't have people, and this is my opinion. It, this is a moral opinion about money. And you can't have money and morals in the same conversation. You, you, there's, you should, but you can't. There shouldn't be people underneath the bridge by Dickies off of Highway 75 that live in tiny boxes. And no. people that... And those are and a lot of the times, it's those people that make those choices. Whether it be drugs, See, that's whether what I'm it be saying. lack of education. I don't feel bad for them. I don't. Sometimes I do. It depends on the situation. On, drugs, on, I don't care. That's it, your fault. It depends on the person. If they, if they are a capable person... Of doing normal humanly things, going to work, saving money, all that stuff. Yeah. You you as the cliche saying, you made the bed, you sleep in it. Mm-hmm. That's on them. But in some cases, you know, they're you know, schizophrenia, all sorts of, you know, mental disorders. My grandpa has schizophrenia. Those so yeah. Those people I, I those people I feel bad for because they're just they're not capable of doing those things and they're left on their own. But for the most for the most part the people that you see that are quote unquote homeless, that's off the decisions they made. That's something that you did that you did wrong. And now this is the con this these are the consequences for it. I do have sympathies a little bit for the people that the parents do drugs and it's in their face when they're babies. Oh yeah. I actually have a friend, um, you've actually met this person, um, that most of their life, that's their situation. And they've struggled with drugs in and out of rehab, in and out of jail, and have been able to try to get on their feet and figure it out and in a relationship, all that stuff, and doing good, doing very, very good. And it's good to see. But a part of me is like, yeah, it sucks. You're in a bad situation. But you can leave. You don't have to conform mm-hmm. to that type of behavior. See, you those, don't those have type to of people, do that. Those type of people that go in and out of rehab and stuff. I can't say that because I've never been in that situation. Those people that, I see, I can't either. But at the same time, it's the... The, the saying of, you know, insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting, expecting a different result. result. Yeah. Those people that are, for you know, those people that are in and out of rehab that get a job and they're doing they're doing well and then they just somehow or another fall back into it, they, they figured it out. For a brief moment in time, they figured it out. And whatever it, whatever leads them back down the falling path or whatever you want to call it, relapse. That's on them. Marshall Mathers, Keith Urban. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do that. That's rich, on rich, that's, successful people. That. That's on that's on them because there's a there's a time period where you figured it out. Mm-hmm. You were on you you figured you did it and you relapsed. You did it, mm-hmm. and then because you got stressed out one day or over a time period of you know however long it takes to just throw your life away basically whether it be a day a week months a year something happened to where you were just like you know what i just don't care anymore yeah 
that's that part that part those people that figured it out and then they go back down it that's on them yeah, that's I on don't them. I, I don't I, care I, I agree well what I was saying though is I think it's kind of sickening that we live in a world where there are children in other countries that man I hope I get to eat today yeah. hope, hope our hope the water I hope the parasites in the water don't kill me I hope I have good drinking water today and then on the other side of the world you got people that are spending fifty seven thousand dollars for a pair of shoes that doesn't sit right with me it's just a moral thing. It's the way the world is. It's honestly, it's messed up. But that doesn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? No. <laughs> I just because I don't look at it that way. I agree. That, yeah, it's, it's not right. It's not right. It's not the person that's spending fifty-seven thousand dollars on shoes to fix that problem. Exactly. But it still doesn't sit right with me that you can spend fifty-seven thousand dollars on a pair of shoes, and there's a dude that in another country, a kid that the most money that he or she will ever see is $20. Yeah. That I agree. That's not right. I I mean, life's not fair, but it I I agree that 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 part right. that part sucks. But at the same time, me it depends on and also depends on what you like as a person. If I see a pair of shoes that cost $700. Like the 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 Grinches I play in, those are, nice. those are $700. Yeah, those are very nice. I want a pair of those. They're nice. And I play in them. And there are people that go into the gym and they see them and they're like, oh, what are you playing in those for? Mm-hmm. It's because, well, one, I'm a Kobe Bryant I'm fan. I'm one of those people. Why the hell are you playing in those? I'm a Kobe Bryant fan. I'll always be a Kobe number one, you know, Kobe's number one in my eyes fan. Always. Two, it's my grail shoe. It's my the shoe that if I had to numb it down to one shoe that I, I have always wanted since I saw it, it's those. And three, I understand like, oh, those are $700 pairs of shoes. Why are you playing in them? Well, because I worked for the money. I was able to buy them. And I'm not going to just put a pair of shoes up on a shelf. I'm going to wear them. I'm wearing them. I'm not playing basketball in them. I'm playing basketball in them. I'm playing basketball in them. But that's you. That's you. We're different. Exactly. So I just, I don't, I don't see a problem in it. Especially, I don't see a problem in that. I'm just, I don't see a problem in spending $57,000 on a pair of shoes. I'm just saying, why? Like we talked about on, on the last episode. Because he can. LeBron James's house. Why? Because he can. Who needs that? Why? Because he you can. You have people that live in boxes. And the dude lives. I love LeBron. LeBron's my guy. Because. Lives in a, literally a ivory because, tower. Literally because he can. That's, that's, the, that's the answer. But should you? I'm not saying yes. that, I'm not telling him what he can and can't do. It's your money. Yes, 100% you wanna, he you should. You want to spend every dime on your home. That's fine. One, yes, 100. Oh, it's not every dime. Yeah, I know. But he, I'm saying if you do, that's he'll, fine. He'll be a billionaire for the rest oh, of his absolutely. life. absolutely. Yes, he Based should. Based on decisions he's made in his life. Exactly. Yeah. So 100%, yes, he should. Yeah. I mean, because, if you want because, to. Yeah. Because he can. But something doesn't sit right with me morally that that's, that that's how the world is. You know what I mean? No, because, no, because I look at it from the point of view of I put myself in a position to where I can get the best of the best yeah. no matter where I go. And I'm if I'm LeBron James, I'm what? He's 37, 36. 36 will be 37, 37 this year. Yeah. I'm 30 I'll say 37. Yeah, 37. I'm 37 years old. I've put in my whole life into basketball. Into this game. And it's given back. And it's given back in ways that I as a child, can't imagine. Can't imagine, and it would have never, would have never even gotten close to, without this game. I owe this game everything. I'm going to raise my family 
in something that I never, I, I would never have in a million lifetimes. Well, I'm doing that now, though. Looking over the fence. Yeah, you know what I mean, of, yeah. Um, the, so you know, I want my when, kids having having when people pastures. that when people are like, oh, why why is this house so big? He doesn't need all that. No one, I'm no one really that. needs no. something massive. If you live alone, at min, at maximum, you need a one bedroom apartment or a one bedroom house. If you live alone, when you meet a significant other, maybe two bedrooms for a family. No one needs a seven eight nine bedroom house no one needs it except unless your family's that big of course but cheaper by the dozen <laughs> yeah but no one 100 no one ever needs those things it's but, stuff that they but if you can have it why not exactly i'm not i'm not <laughs> disputing that i'm not disputing you if you got the money do i'm not the financial police you do what you want to do with your money i'm just saying from a moral standpoint and just from a humanity standpoint it doesn't sit right to me that you got some people that are way, way like up here, and then you got people that are below, below the dirt, mm-hmm. like just nothing, and that people will step on other people. That's kind of what I'm getting out of that picture, though, is that people will put financial things and technology over things that are actually important. Like I'm saying, morals, uh, having relationships, like you know, being a good person and helping other people out. Like it, it, it doesn't sit right with me that. There are people in the world, and that's evil, that will step on other people and will ruin other people to get what they want. That just, that's not right. I will never do that. I'm not going to step on somebody else to get to the top. That's not right. You're smiling. It's not right. Uh, it's not okay. I don't know. You want somebody stepping on you to get to the top? No. If, you don't. If, if, you don't. I don't want it. No. You don't. But it's going to happen, and I know that. Maybe. I, I and, mean, and you'll it, have resentment for that person. And understandably, you will. Not really. Yeah, you would. No, not really, because I know in my mind that if I have to be mean and be an asshole to some people and make them hate me for the rest of their lives to get to where I want to be in life, I'm okay with that. I'm 100% 100 okay with that. You know why? Because if, I mean, this is also another cliche saying, if you're not, you know, if you're not coming along with me on this journey, then what what are you here for? I told you about the dude that works for like what like whatever honestly, company. If if like say for instance, I'm who am I really good friends with? Um, me. <laughs> oh no, you don't count because you do this. Um, someone that that doesn't do this like isn't it hasn't been in here. Um, Peyton, sure. We use Peyton. We use Peyton. Sure. Peyton, who has never done a podcast ever. He is my friend. He's been my friend for a very long time. If all of a sudden he wants to, he's he works, but say all of a sudden he wants to, you know, start going out and doing things. I'm cool with that. I have, you know, some time during the week to do stuff or on weekends. I have time to, I have time to do that stuff. But if it starts to get to the point of where, you want me to sort of like put this aside just so you can have the the gratification of going to do something for an hour. And I say no, and then I say no again, and then again and again. And then on top of that, you're not supportive of what I'm trying to do. I'm going to just completely and utter like almost like white out. You are the you That's are different. A, you're not stepping on somebody. You're cutting them out. Okay. Well, let me hold on. I think I've told you this, and if I haven't, this is a really bad time for the first time to say it. I think I did. 
Over a year ago, I'm at Red Lobster, not shift. I'm not going to step on anybody to get to where I want to want to go. But if I can, negative people, if I can see an an opportunity to use somebody, that sounds even worse. But manipulate, not manipulate. But if I'm able to use that person to my advantage, and they could have a benefit from it, okay, that's called having connections. That's business. I'm not going wrong with that. I'm not going to step on anybody's throat. I'm not going to like throw like Jared and Ben I'm not going to throw them under the bus to yeah. make this work yeah, we're I'm not, not taking their that. fans yeah I'm not going to I don't know I mean if they want to come here that's great but I'm not going to deter their podcast and destroy it Our, ours is better though <laughs> well so okay I'm pretty sure I told you this I still have the dude's card a foreign guy wearing a suit wearing a hat red and sunglasses and red lobster yeah, I you told, told you this yeah. I have his card still he tells me I work and I he you know him and I are talking. He's my only table. Him and his wife, they are from oh where are they from Pakistan, something like that. They're from a different country. They, they they were from the Middle East. He was he's a entrepreneur owns multiple producing companies. And him and I are talking. I was talking about aviation. I told him about the podcast. When I come back to the table twenty minutes later, they're eating. Not twenty minutes, ten minutes later, they're eating. He had already found our podcast and was listening to it. And wearing glasses inside. That's kind of weird to me at night. Sunglasses, by the way. Uh, he tells, fabulous. <laughs> but he tells me, very nice guy. Six foot five, super skinny. Very nice guy. Very, very well spoken. Very soft spoken. Kind of scares me a little. It makes me feel like you're evil kind of yeah. thing. But he tells me, me and a couple of buddies are opening up a studio in Dallas. And I was like, oh, cool. And he said, and we already have our own podcast we already have our own group of people that are doing these things as well as i want to hire my own individual pilot and i said well i've got a private license i don't have you know the rest of my stuff though i don't have my commercial license i couldn't do that and he said if you will come work for me seven days a week in dallas i live in dallas i'll help you get your your license i'll pay for all of it we'll get you done and you can work in my studio and do our podcast i told you this and i said he gave me his phone number. I never called him. He See, called. He called me. I never answered. See, because this is he where said, "This is where me and you are different. No. Different, yeah." Because you would have taken it. I would have taken it, but I would no. But but in the back of my mind, I would have taken it just to just to boost my just to boost what this is. That wasn't what he said, though. It was you can't. I said, "Okay, well, I'd like to do both." You can't do both. I, I, I know. I remember. You can't do both. I remember. So I would have left you, ditched you, ditched this. I would have left my family because I, they're not coming to Dallas seven days a week. I'm never home. Flying out. I'm not doing that. I would leave you. I'd leave my family. I'd leave this for my own personal gain. That's no evil. No, that's evil. No, you're right. I can't no. come back. There's no coming back. No, yeah, there is. It's doing that. No, there's a coming back. There is. But this is where the sort of stepping on them to get to where you want to be. That's what I would have done. I would have went and did that for a year. I would have went and done that for a year. Knowing in the back of my mind that, oh, I'm making very good money. I would have let you know what I was about to do. I would have went and done that for, let's say I made, you made in a year, in a year you would have made, I don't know. Two hundred thousand dollars or something no, like that. I wouldn't have made that. But it, I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just you made a lot of money in six months, right? Yeah. And you're not any. You're not under any contractual agreement. Oh, I would have been. Depend. Okay. He's so, smart. I okay. Been. Okay. I so if contract. you're under a, you sign a year deal. 
My bet's hundred. <laughs> say for you, say he signed. You signed a year, year deal. deal. Whatever, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, I'm gonna say a year because most contracts are just like a year, yeah. especially for this type of stuff. They're mostly most unless yeah. you're Joe Rogan and you signed a 125 million dollar deal for five years, mm. which <laughs> that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's, that's 25 a year. Yeah, um, I would have 100 percent done it. A year, went and did it. I come back. I have knowledge that I learned off of him. Taking taking the knowledge that I learned off of him, I have more money to start up something I want to do. Following, huh? Potentially a following. A following, yeah. Potentially. Potentially, yeah. Potentially a following. All right, cool. Peace out. I'm out. But do you understand why that didn't sit right with me? Yeah, I understand. I'm not doing that. To me, that's morally wrong. See, it's a- I, I can't do that. That's not right. I can't do that. I can. And I didn't do it. I can. It's not because, right. I can because I have the potential to come back and set the people I actually care about up for a better future. I guess. Looking at, I, I would have looked in more. I would I would have well, looked like super into the future for it as a potential like, well, I don't care about these people. They just saw an opportunity to use me for what I know how to do already. So now I'm going to use y'all. As a stepping stone for what I want to do, so yeah, I'll I'll go work for you, and you think I'm going to, you know, be there forever and ever. No, I'm going to sign this deal for a year. I'm going to leave you, take all the knowledge of stuff you know, coming back, and I'm teaching my, you know, I'm showing Aaron how to do it. I'm showing Kyler how to do it. I'm showing my brother who likes to do this stuff how to do it. Now we're all set up, and we all know the stuff you know. Now we're good to go. But that wasn't the case. You'll be my pilot. Why would I, you know, if you're making... Yeah, no, I understand that. There's no no incentive to come back. Yeah. Kind of thing. And I'm not going to do that. And it would literally been like, basically ditch your family. Ditch your podcast. I'm not doing that. I told Brittany. She's like, oh, you should do it. No, I can't. That's not right. It's not okay. I'm not going and living in Dallas seven days a week, never seeing my kids, never seeing my parents, never doing this again. I'm not doing that. That's wrong. To me, that's wrong. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. And he called me and I did not answer. And he called me again and left me a voicemail, and I did not. Call I don't know. Him back. I, it's weird. It's it's a it's a big what if, but it could have failed horribly. It could, it could have failed horribly. It could have, but at the same time, it, it worked. It could have worked. It's a big what if. So if which really I haven't, which I haven't heard of the company since. It really boils down to uh, yeah. I don't think it works. Yeah, but I mean, I guess if it say if it did work, and it was this giant media star in the making, would you? If he, if you knew for for a fact that he was going to ask you to sign a one year deal, you have to live in Dallas seven days a week. You barely get to see your kids and your future wife, and do the podcast and your dad and everybody for a year. But you're guaranteed to come back and have boatloads of knowledge, a following, and more money to start something that you actually wanted to do. Would you do it? No. No, I'm missing out on my kids. Oh, not yeah, doing you do that. have kids. Not doing that. See Can't now, me on the opposite end. Yeah, I understand no why kids. you would take it. Yeah, one hundred percent. I would. After it happened, different walks of life. On the on the on the way on the like right before I you know right after the conversation when I had the time I would call you and be like, look, this is what it is. I'm going to show you how to upload the podcast and edit it. I need you to do this for a year by myself. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I get that. And when I get different. back gonna be fun <laughs> yeah. all right we've we talked in this for like 20 minutes 20 30 
40. It's been 40 minutes. Oh, my God. It's a good one. You want to talk about your hats at all? Yo, or? I showed them to you. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. Aaron's got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, my favorite number, 21 hats on this table. Yep. The bag's getting deep. Bag's getting deep, And there's yeah. people starving to death. <laughs> hey. Oh, I, 22 on your head. I work for this. Yeah, I'm not disputing that. I don't I'm, care. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. I have no control Those over nice. what other people nice do. hats. Um, I want to talk about the Christmas Day schedule what, in, in, in the NBA. This is a business-driven episode, actually, which is very odd. To wrap up that conversation, if uh, you come to me with a business opportunity and uh, it sounds good, I'll listen to you. I'll listen to you, but too. But 100%, if you, make me, uh, if you make me take away time from what I actually want to do, I'm going to 100% use your knowledge to make me to make this work. And Aaron, I will leave you. Aaron will step on you. 100%. <laughs> That's horrible. People not, like that, 100%. Not stepping on anybody. People like that. Yeah. He was a nice guy. He was that, a great guy. With 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 evil underlining Maybe, intentions. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. It seemed that way to me. Okay, then. Maybe I misread the situation. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, people like that, I'm going to take advantage of. Yeah. And I won't feel bad at all. You know why? Because whenever I leave and I go home and I have $57,000 to spend on a pair of Back to the Future mags, I'm going to go to bed in them that night. I'm going to be like, man. These are not. These are the shoes I use to step on you. Cool. (laughs) So the NBA released their Christmas Day schedule, (laughs) which the Christmas Day schedule to me, the most watched days of the NBA are opening day. Well, minus the playoffs. Are opening day and Christmas Day. Those are the two most watched days in the NBA minus the NBA playoffs. So the, the Christmas Day schedule, who plays on Christmas Day, it's very, very important. This has nothing to do with anything you're talking about. Okay. I was watching Ridiculousness earlier. Oh, God. Have you ever seen a giant chicken? Like a real chicken? Like a giant chicken. Like a real giant chicken. Yeah. Not the giant chicken on Family Guy. No. Did you know they're a real thing? They're, yeah, like there's these human-sized chickens? Yeah. Ew. That's scary. I'm about to show you. There's a video of one. They're terrifying. Chickens are mean. Like, look chase, at this, they look chase at little chicken. kids around. Look at this chicken. This is oh, a real look chicken. Look at all these chickens. <laughs> Not Captain Hotel or whatever. That little girl. Is. Look at all those chickens. Look at this chicken. It's terrifying. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't like that. That's some big eggs that thing lays. Holy crap. It looks like a Clydesdale. <laughs> That's a massive-ass chicken. Look at that chicken. I wonder how many people that would feed. <laughs> I bet that's some expensive chicken. Yeah, it's that thing's terrifying. That's just. I bet it lays golden eggs. Why? Like, what is? What's the point of that? Honestly, you know, what I just thought about. Don't what? know why. Jack and the Beanstalk is a real messed up story. Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, yeah, he goes. He goes down and he buys the uh, magic beans. Buy, instead of buying what they're supposed to buy, he buys the magic beans. Yeah, Jack, you're a dumbass. Uh huh. You're supposed to go down there and buy what your mother told you to buy, not magic beans. He grows them. You're a, you're a baller on a budget. Yeah. Listen to your parents, kids. So the first thing he does is he does he disobeys his mom. Moron. But no, hold on, no, it's not a but. He disobeys his mother. No. Buys magic beans. Saw an opportunity for something greater. Sure. <laughs> No, some con artist told him it was magic beans, and they were actually magic beans. Opportunity for something greater. You <laughs> take. He took a chance, and it paid off. <laughs> but he got. They got tried to scam him first. It doesn't matter. But you diso- he oh, took a chance. I get it. Paid off. You disobeyed your parents, right? Uh huh. 
Jack's a Jack's a monster. Jack's a horrible human being. How? You disobey your parents. Sin number one. Mm. You climb the beanstalk. You steal from the giant. Then when the giant's trying to get his things back, you murder the giant. Did he? He cut the beanstalk down. The giant fell and died. He is disobedient. He's a thief. And he's a murderer. That's a story you tell children. Hey, disobey your parents, steal stuff, and then kill the person when they try to get their property back. That's a terrible story. It's not that bad. <laughs> yes, it is. It's not. Okay. I'm gonna what make, do you steal? I'm, the goose that lays the golden eggs. Oh, yeah, that's right. He stole the goose. Hey. And then he cut the beanstalk down, and the giant fell hunt, like thousands of feet and died. Hey, but guess what? He's better off for it. But if he went he down, if, on but, the if, giant. but if he went down there and he bought those normal ass beans, he him and his family, eggs, I think, or whatever, if he bought some normal ass eggs, him and his parents would be living in poverty with poultry as their breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But no, he saw an opportunity for probably had a ninety nine percent failure rate. But there was a one percent chance that something greater would happen. It's a bad story, and it paid off. Did he have to step on the giant to get there? One hundred percent. But guess who has a great life now? Him, Jack, and his family. Not the giant. He's dead. Yeah, who did nothing wrong. He's living in the clouds, living his best life. And you mur- you stole and then murdered him. How did he die? He cut the beanstalk down. It was climbing down the beanstalk, chasing him. He cut it down, and it fell, and the giant died. Oh. What a monster. Well, he's a giant. He lives in the clouds. You know, I just get another goose. How many, go- how many geese? I was like, how many goose? And how many geese? Lay golden eggs. To my knowledge, one. I don't know. Depends. How many times have you seen a giant in the sky? One. One of one. Well, okay. And he murdered it. How did he get there then? He laid the batch of beans. I'm talking about oh, the, the giant. giant? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe God put him there. Maybe there's a lot of golden egg gooses. There's not. Not to my knowledge in the story. That's just a messed up story. All fairy tales are messed up stories. Yeah. The Humpty Dumpty never says Humpty Dumpty's an egg. Does it not? Mm. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. Oh, all the king's horses and all the king's men put, put, couldn't put Humpty together again. Suicide. He died. He literally fell, hit his head on the pavement, and died. Did he kill himself? No, he fell off a giant wall, the Great Wall, and died. And what about people, Sleeping Beauty? That's a messed up story, too. Yeah. All those are disgusting. You just see a random woman sleeping in a forest, and you're like, you know what? Let me kiss this body. <laughs> Let me kiss this body. That's isn't, just that's necrophilia, here. isn't it? Well, no, she was alive. I know, but you could assume that she was dead. Yeah, you could have. Yeah, it's like Schrodinger's cat. You don't know if she's dead or alive until you kiss her. What's another messed up fairy tale? All of them. I'm They're all disgusting. You know what? This episode is really good. Yeah. While you're doing messed that, up. while you're doing that, let me talk about the Christmas Day schedule. The NBA release. We'll we'll, we'll circle back to this. I promise. The Let's, disturbing origins of the ten most famous fairy tales. Okay, hold on. Let's Continue. do this first, and yeah. then we'll do that. So the Christmas Day schedule was released. And do you have the game still pulled up? Who plays on Christmas Day? I think the NBA does a very, very good job of marketing. The NBA is the best in the world, in my opinion, one of the best in the world at marketing their individual stars. And Christmas Day is the, the one of the biggest prime days of NBA basketball. Right. So if you're not on this forecast, if you don't, if you're not scheduled, it says a lot about what the NBA thinks right. about you Christmas as an individual and your teams. Start off at twelve uh, in the afternoon. We got the Hawks and Knicks. Makes sense because of the heated Hawks Knicks playoff. In the playoffs. You got the Celtics and Bucks at two thirty. Jason Tatum. Yep. Then you got at five. You got the Golden State Warriors. Uh, the Phoenix Suns. 
Steph, and then the def- and then the defending Western yep. Conference Championship, and Chris Paul, Steph. Yep. Yeah. Then you got the Nets and Lakers at the 8 p.m. game. LeBron, Kevin Durant, LeBron, Kyrie. LeBron, Kevin Durant, Russell with KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. Kyrie. Wow, I didn't think about yeah. that one. Yeah, it makes sense. And then to cap it all off, you got the Mavericks and Jazz. The international star and the, you know, just, I like Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell's a good-looking guy, a smart guy, all over social media, and he's pretty freaking good at basketball. The spider. So the NBA knows what they're doing with marketing, right? Mm-hmm. Who'd they leave off? The Clippers. Who else? Oh, I don't know. Clippers, 76ers. Uh, who else would even be a... How many MVPs don't play Christmas Day the next year? Uh, who was MVP? Yeah, uh, uh, Jokic. The Nuggets are going to be the second or third seed in the West. Oh, yeah, the Nuggets don't play. Nuggets That's don't right. Play. The Clippers don't play. Zion and the Pelicans don't play. Well, it's because they're not a good team. I, I, I know, but that, <laughs> that says more about the Pelicans than it does to Zion. So if you're Zion, what are you, what are you in your camp thinking? Yeah. Get me the hell out of here. Yep. But, yeah, the Clippers with Kawhi and Paul George. We don't know if Kawhi is playing, so why would we market you? Why would we push you out there? And you're disappointing every year, even though they're in the Western Conference Finals. I don't know how that's disappointing. No Zion Williamson, which you want to push Zion when he's a rookie as the next thing. Put him on the cover of 2K, all this stuff, his second year in the league. But then you don't put him on Christmas. And then you've got a team that's always good that's going to finish as the second or third seed, maybe the first seed in the West, and the reigning MVP. And they don't play on Christmas Day. How many reigning MVP? I guarantee you it's been over two decades that the reigning MVP doesn't play on Christmas Day. Yep. LeBron James has played. This is his 16th Christmas Day game in a row. Mm-hmm. They understood very early. Get that dude on Christmas Day. Kobe. Kobe always put on Christmas Day. Derrick Rose. Kobe played Christmas Day games, I'm pretty sure, every year of his career. Young Derrick Rose, Christmas Day. I remember the Lakers and the Bulls. That was a good game. That was a good game. And the Grinches. Yeah, yeah. But they market. Buzzer beater shot over four Bulls defenders. (laughs) Well, no one a buzzer beater because then Derrick Rose came came down down, and hit that floater. But what a terrible shot. You market the those important days. The three most important things in the NBA are opening day, Christmas Day, and the playoffs. Yep. You're intentionally not putting – you put Trey Young and Julius Randle because of that rivalry yep. over Zion, over, over Jokic, mm-hmm. over the Clippers. So what does that say about those three players – or those four players being Kawhi, Paul George, Zion, and Jokic and their teams, what the NBA thinks about them? I, I think that stuff's important. So do I. Looking at stuff, that's a business move by the NBA. And if you're like, that does that, that, that could shake things up. A lot of these international guys are very loyal. Because the Clippers don't turn heads anymore. They're, 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 they never turned heads. They did, Wop they, City didn't even turn heads that when, much. No, when this team was first constructed, everyone was, everyone was sort of, you know, high on their, their capabilities. I wasn't. I'm talking I didn't about buy it. in the NBA and people in sports media. They were very high on their their ceiling. To them, was very high. Yeah. And then they burned out, and then they burned out even. They, they flamed out even more. They, oh, they didn't flame up. They got flambeed. Um How's the How's making the Western Conference Finals flaming out? I'm talking about in their second year. Their second year together. That was this year. Was it? Yeah, they made the Western Conference Finals. How's oh, okay, that flaming so out? That's good. I mean, that's sorry. farther than the Clippers ever made it. First year. You don't put them on Christmas Day? I don't get that. I don't understand that one. I do. I don't get the reigning MVP one either. I don't understand. I The one I don't understand the most is the Nuggets. I don't get Dallas and... I get Dallas and Utah. I understand why that's a, a game that you'd put on. 
Dallas is a six, seven, eight seed. The clip, I mean, the uh, if anything, the Jazz are a six, seven, eight seed. Put the Nuggets in one of those spots. I feel like it would. I should. I feel like it should have been Dallas and Clippers over anything. Yeah, that, that, and they have their little thing. Yeah, you're in the first round of the playoffs. They yeah, have their thing. The last two years, I would have. I would have. I would have taken that over the Jazz. But at the same time, the Jazz were the what second seed last year, and the yeah, first before like that. that. Yeah, they're a like good that. team. Yeah, but I just I don't really follow. The end, like you know, like I don't know. You kind of get what I'm saying. You you leave the Sixers out. That's Philly. That's I mean, that's history. And they're not a bad team. They're in the playoffs. They're yeah. second round. They're they're a good team. And I, I just I think the Christmas Day schedule, the New Year's Day schedule, not as much as Christmas Day and Opening Day, says a lot about yep. what the NBA, what Adam Silver, what those people think about certain individual stars as well as certain teams. I think it speaks volumes what they think about Nikola Jokic, the reigning MVP, and the Nuggets, as well as what it says about the Clippers and Zion and the Pelicans. Yep. I think it speaks volumes about what you think about your league moving forward. Unpopular opinion. I don't think Zion is uh, is as good as people make him out to be. I think he's on a subpar team, so he has to do amazing things to make them win. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. You put him on a good team, I don't think he does the same thing. I think if you put him on a good team, his, his, uh, he's under more of a spotlight, so it's even bigger. The same things he does, they're even bigger. It's if he performs the same way. He would. Think so? Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Absolutely. He's the star of that Pelicans team. You put him on Golden State, you trade him and James Wiseman. I don't think he's That's a, a good team. He's not I, center. But yeah, I don't, think he's, I don't think he does as, as – uh, I don't think he puts up the same numbers. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I think he works well with stuff. <laughs> he works well, but I don't think he puts up the same numbers. Maybe not. I would take two less points a game and be in the playoffs every year. I don't think you take two bigger. less points. What did he? What did he average last year? Twenty what? 23 points. Like that. I don't. Know. I think he averages fifteen. I'd take that and be in the playoffs and be. He's he's more marketed that way. Yeah, you're a, you're a bigger star that way. Yeah, well, maybe. I still think as as unpopular as this is, I don't think even Giannis winning the championship. Everybody hopped on. He's a future of the NBA. Face the league. I said it on my sports podcast. I'll say it again. I don't think that Giannis is the face of the NBA. I still believe that Zion goes to the right place, that he is. That he will be the most marketed star in the NBA at one point in the future. In, think, New, in New Orleans? No. I think the face of the league is going to be that kid in Dallas. Luka? Oh, yeah. Probably. I think he's the face of the league. Maybe. Not yet, but maybe. No. When, when LeBron When leaves, LeBron leaves, he, it's him. It's not but, Zion. It's Luka. So, all right. Let's hear these, these, uh, oh, yeah. these top ten disgusting, just nasty. Can you believe LeBron's played 16 Christmas Day games in a row? Yes. Well, he's been scheduled to play 16. <laughs> yes. <That's>, I mean, <laughs> yes, I can't. So, what does that say about these other guys that are missing out this year? They're That's not, what I'm saying. Yeah. There's there's an underlying meaning to all of it. Anyway, here's one fairy tales that are disgustingly effed up. Um, we got Cinderella. Uh, it says, um, here, Peralt is much nicer than Grimm in his version. What's the website? Uh, Flavor Wire. Uh, the two cruel stepsisters uh, get married off to members of the royal court after Cinderella is properly married to the prince. In the Grimm story, not only do the stepsisters cut off parts of their feet in order to fit in the glass slippers, um, surprise, surprise, the blood pooling in their shoes gives them away, but at the end they have their eyes pecked out by doves just for good measure. Did you know that? Yeah, it's gross. As you know, in Snow White, uh, in the original grim version of this tale, the evil queen is Snow White's actual mother, not her stepmother. 
Um, but that makes it a lot more terrifying. The Disney version also left out the fact that the queen sends huntsmen to bring, uh, bring back Snow White's liver and lungs, which she means to eat. Whoa. And in fact, before the huntsmen get there, that's when the prince finds her. The prince finds her. She's actually dead, and he's carrying her dead body to play with them as her as his servant trips, jostles the coffin, and dislodges the poison apple from Snow White's throat. That's how she woke up. Did you know that? How'd she wake up? In the real version of the story, um, the queen is Snow White's actual mother. And she poisons her daughter, and then she leaves her out in the woods. She sends servants to go get her body and cut out her liver and her lungs so the queen can eat them. But before they get there, a prince shows up, and his intentions were to carry her to a nearby cabin to do things to her because she's dead. And on the way there... Yeah, necrophilia. And on the way there, him and his, his servants trip and drop her body. Yeah. And it hits the ground, and the poison apple falls out of her throat. And then she wakes up. Ew. <laughs> Yucky. Ew. <laughs> uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Goldilocks is a piece of shit. <laughs> in this tale, earliest known incarnation, there was no Goldilocks. Only three bears and a fox called Scrapefoot, who enters the Three Bears' place, sleeps in their beds, and messes around with their salmon. Um, Don't mess with the bear salmon. Yeah. In the end, she either gets thrown out of the window or eaten, depending on who's telling the tale. Interestingly enough, it has been suggested that the use of the word vixen is to mean female fox. Is how the uh, we got to Goldilocks by meaning crafty old woman in the intervening in uh, the new story. So really, it's about a fox that sneaks into a bear's house and eats its fish. Once again, don't break into people's homes. It literally promotes breaking into people's houses and the, stealing their things. The Little Mermaid. We all know the story of the Little Mermaid. She sells her voice for a pair of legs, flops around for a bit, and then wins her prince heart, right? Well, not exactly. In the Hans Christian Andersen's original tale, she trades her tongue for legs, all right? But part of the deal is that every step will will nearly be unbearable. Oh, Jesus. It's like walking. It was like walking on sharp swords. Uh, and the day after, the prince marries someone else. Oh. She, she'll die and turn into sea foam, hoping to win the prince's heart. She dances for him, even though it's in agony. He claps along, but eventually decides to marry the other one. The mermaid sisters sell their hair to bring her a dagger and urge her to kill the prince and let his blood drip onto her feet, which will then become fin- will become fins again. She sneaks up on him, but can't bring herself to do it, so she dies and dissolves into foam. Later... Hans Anderson changed the ending so the mermaid becomes the daughter of the heir. If she does good deeds for 300 years, she can get a soul and go to heaven. 300 years? Jesus Christ. Who writes these things? You're monsters. Um, Rapunzel. Rapunzel, Rapunzel. The tower. The tower. Have you seen Let, the airplane? Yes. Rapunzel. Rapunzel. Let that. down your hair. Well, in the grim version, off. she does a little too often to a prince. And he, oh, God. And, it, and she winds up pregnant, innocently remarking her to the jailer, to her jailer witch. She lets her hair down too often. That, that her clothes feel too tight. The witch, not have uh, not having any competition, chops off Rapunzel's hair and magically transports her, transports her far away, where she lives as a beggar with no money, no home, and a few uh, and after a few months, two hungry mouths to feed. As for the prince, the witch lures him up and then pushes him from the window. 
uh, some thorn bushes break his fall, but also poke out his eyes. For all this extra bloodshed, however, there's still a happy ending. The baby lived. <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. Uh, the version of the story we already know is pretty gruesome, but the evil stepmother abandons her child, uh, her children to die in a forest. They happen upon a cannibalistic witch. Uh, she fattens them up to eat. They outwit her and kill her and escape. The grim version is basically the same, but in an early French version called The Lost Children, the witch is the devil, and the devil wants to bleed the children out on a sawhorse. Of course, they pretend not to know how to get on the sawhorse, so the devil has his wife, who tried to help the poor kids earlier in the story, show them. They promptly slit her throat, steal all the devil's money, and run off. <laughs> That's not a bad story. That's not a bad story at all. I actually Murder like the that. devil. Um, that sounds like a little Rumpel- nice X music video. Rumpelstiltskin. You hear me? What? That's, that sounds like a little Nas X music video. He murders the devil. What is the story of Rumpelstiltskin? Rumpelstiltskin, doesn't he have... He's got the book, right? Yeah. And he gives you wishes or whatever. That's it. But you're actually signing over your life to... Like, your everything to him, technically. So he's like the, the greatest con artist of yeah. all time. The story is pretty simple. A miller's daughter is trapped and forced to spin straw into gold on pain of death. A little man appears to her and spins it for her, but says that he will take her child in payment unless she can guess his name. Wait, Brad showed up? <laughs> in, the little grim, man. in the grim version, uh, told by Pullman, when the maiden finally figures out Rumpelstiltskin's name, he reacts rather badly. The devil told you that. The devil told you that. The little man yelled, and in his fury, he stamped his right foot so hard that he drove it into the ground right up to his waist. Then he took hold of his left foot with both hands and tore himself in two. Oh my That's god. That's what happened to Bo Jackson. He pulled his, his hip out of place, basically. That's not good. These are gross. Who writes these? The Little Red Riding Hood story? That one's disgusting. If you can believe it, the Brothers Grimm actually made the story a lot nicer than what <laughs> than what it was. Uh, in Charles Perrault's version, included in his 1697 collection of stories of fairy tales from past times, there is a no interpret huntsman. Little Red is sim- Little Red simply strips naked, gets in bed, and then dies, eaten up by the big bad wolf with no miraculous relief. In another version, she eats her own grandmother first, her flesh cooked up, and her blood poured into a wine glass by our wolfish friend. Instead, Perrault gives us a little rhyming verse reminding us that not all wolves are wild beasts. Some seduce gentleness, sneak into our beds, and get us there. The sexual undertones are not lost on us. After all, the contemporary French idiom for a girl having lost her virginity was Elle avot vous le loup. She has seen the wolf. Didn't know I could read French, did you? I took French for one year in high school. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sleeping Beauty. In one of the very earliest versions of this story, published in 1634 her and by Giasta Basile as Sun, Moon, and Talia, the princess does not prick her finger on a spindle, but rather gets a silver flax stuck under her fingernail. Ah. She falls down, apparently dead, but her father cannot face the idea of losing her, so he lays her body on a bed uh, in one of his estates. Later, a king hunting out in the woods finds her, and since he can't wake her up, he he performs he, it actions. doesn't huh actions necrophilia uh, he inserts himself in yep, her no, while she's unconscious then heads home to his own country 
Sometime after that, still unconscious, she gives birth to two children, and one of them accidentally sucks up uh, sucks the splinter out of her finger, so she wakes up. The king who did things to her is already married, but he burns his wife alive so he and Talia can be together. Don't worry, the wife tries to kill and eat the babies first, so it's all morally sound. Necrophilia and rape. Yep. Wow. Dude, these are gross. What? Like seriously, what is wrong with people? I don't know. Who writes this shit? Like for real? I got. I don't know. Write a good story. Those are good stories. No, they're not. They're disgusting. <laughs> Write a morally good story where everyone's okay and no one murders or rapes or drinks the blood of their grandmother. Pinocchio. I don't. I always thought Pinocchio was gross as a little kid. Disney's 1940 know, movie Pinocchio was based on an 1881 serial penned by Carlo Collodi. As you might have guessed, the screenwriters took the gentle premise of the Italian story for their animated feature film, though, of course, they left out a few choice elements. The end result was a tale missing some of the darker details of the original version, unsurprisingly since Disney were out to make a sweet morality's tale for children rather than scare their young viewers. Um, again, the general premise of the modern version is the same as the original. Geppetto makes a puppet who slowly transforms into a real boy. However, while Pinocchio might be mischievous in the Disney movie in the original story, he is downright villainous. Most notably, Jiminy the Talking Cricket, a key character in the movie, is killed in one of the opening chapters. Tired of morals, <laughs> tired of being the moralizing and, and advice uh, of Pinocchio, an angry Pinocchio hurls a hammer at Jiminy, killing him outright. What's more, the boy puppet doesn't even show the slightest remorse for murdering his father's insect friend. Other dark details understandably omitted in more recent versions of the Pinocchio story include the bit where he, uh, where the puppet's feet are burned off as soon as he runs away for the first time. And then there's a bit where Pinocchio steals some gold coins, gets caught, and is hanged for his crimes. You do realize he's a soulless being, right? Jesus. You hear me? Yes. If you, if you create an AI robot, it doesn't have a soul. If you create a puppet that comes to life, it does not have a soul. Just like, just like Frosty the Snowman. He's ugly, a soulless bastard. The ugly duckling used to. Uh, the ugly duckling got beat to death by a hammer by the woman that picked it up. In the real version. I don't like this. I do. It's interesting. It's gross. Death is um, death is interesting. It's gross. Um, I want to talk about the Taliban. What the heck's happening there? But we don't have to get to that. I also want to talk about is Kanye a false prophet? But we don't have to get to that either. Kanye Kanye is holding a listening party in Chicago tonight. Yeah. His manager said his album will 100% be out by next week. It won't. We'll see. It won't. Am I going to listen tonight whenever he's doing it? Yeah, because I think it's probably going to be the best quality version of it. Don't hold your breath. The album already sounds good. I've listened to it twice now. Gee. But. Walks. Sounds good. There's a TikTok theory that he's a false prophet. TikTok's dumb. But there is a, there is some like I was telling you about the whole ritual thing. We won't get into that. But on the phone, I told you about that. But yeah, there's this huge conspiracy theory that Kanye is actually not saved, and his church does not do what you think it does. That he's actually a false prophet. There's also a conspiracy that and he's he bringing is the, people uh, to Satan instead of God. That he's the opposite. That he's like the savior. Yeah, <laughs> that's well, I mean, it's the Antichrist as well in some way. But in biblical text, it, it describes that the Antichrist will be. A leader that rises from the middle west or the middle west inside the, the conspiracy east. that David Bowie predicted Kanye West to be the music's next saver. 
since David Bowie's death announced, uh, yeah, all that stuff. Uh, one involved, there's a, other fans have adopted a much more drastic form of commemoration. One involving a, a conspiracy theory that Bowie's famous 1972 album, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the spiders from Mars predicted the rise of this new star. Um, so let's hear, uh, offers a, Bowie's catalog that Bowie had foreseen his death and Kanye West's birth. It concluded that Bowie had chosen West to replace him and take up Bowie's mantle, uh, in music's whatever. Um, in the album cover, in the Ziggy Stardust album, it's a picture of David Bowie with on a street. You know, are you familiar with this? This is the album cover. What's that street sign say? K West. Kanye F. West. What the F? Uh, the sign that was K in what, West. the 70s? Yeah. Wow. He was born in what, nah, 80. Who? Kanye? Kanye. He was born the, the year that album came out. Seventy what eight? Seventy two. Well, he's that he's old. Yeah, he's like forty four. I didn't realize he yeah. was forty. The sign K West belonged to a furrier that uh, used to operate on twenty three Hedden Street. Fans have been asking about the sign's significance for years, long before Mister West stepped onto the scene. People read he's so much into fifty. Huh? He's almost fifty. Yeah, he's like forty five. He's forty nine. No, he's, he's born not in seventy two. No, he's not seventy. Not seventy two. He was born. One second, that's in here. Here you go. The first song of the album, titled Five Years. Also seemed to predict, predict the rapper's coming. So he was born in 77. My fault. So he's 44. 44. Yeah, he's 44. The song claims that the world, uh, uh, the world has five years left before a new star man appears. Five years later, Kanye West was, Kanye born. West was born. That's weird. That's gross. That kind of grosses me <laughs> out, too. I don't like this. The Kanye, world's nasty. David Bowie had an album, His one of his more prestigious albums. And in on the on the album cover, it has him on a sh- under a street sign that says K dot West. The first song of the album predicts five years from that that day, a black star would be born that is going to change the music industry forever. He has. Kanye West was born five years later. <laughs> That's ill. <laughs> no one predicted. No, no one has any prophecy of me. I'm just a piece of trash that bl- blew out of the garbage can. Kanye West. No, there's there's this theory on like TikTok and stuff that he's a false prophet and that his church in Calabasas is not positive and that well, let's go. That it's I'd love to go to his church in Calabasas. Brittany's on this train, by the way, that he's a false prophet that he's really? not that he's not of God that he's not and that that whole thing he did in Atlanta was no it was in Atlanta that was actually a ritual trying to summon his mother back from the dead so she could hear his album that he made for Donda Donda yeah which weird names Donda Kanye I actually want I was hoping Brad could be on here this is a topic I want to talk about but we won't talk about it for some and I don't really understand why I I think this because it's happening with white people now too for some reason in black urban culture the names are getting weird yeah getting real weird they've always been weird yeah but like a person we know. Who? Kayshawn. Who? Kayshawn. What's his name? Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Not Keyshawn. Um, Kamonte. Kimonte, yeah. Such an odd name. It is. And and what, like, here's here, here's a very common one as well. You take a, a predominantly white name, Sean. Um, you add something to the beginning yeah, Day, of it. Tay, Tay, Deshaun, Tayshawn. D'Anthony. Uh, De- yeah, Anthony. You take Anthony, D'Anthony. Yeah. There's uh um, De'Aaron Fox. You take the name Jordan. And you put Lil in front of it, 
like a rapper, Lil Jordan Humphrey. He played at oh, the University yeah. of Texas. He's in the NFL. What what the f? Yeah. But but then look at kids' names now. I'm and I'm not saying anything about the parents at all. I think it's interesting. Steel, Silas. Those are those are different names. I've never met a Silas in my entire life. I know someone that has a kid named Silas. But there's there's kids now. Their names like there's there's a kid kid in Steel's class. His name's Brooks. There's a girl her name's Autumn, which Autumn is a like kind Bro- of common Brooks name. Brooks Kepka. Yeah, but it's just that they're. There's no Johns anymore. You know, there's or not Jacobs, Eldrick. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, names, names. You know, they're in eras and they're gone. Yeah. My my, my grandma names name, go through eras. Yeah. Though. My grandma's name was Betty. That name is dead. Yeah. Any Betty that you have now is What's another dead seventy name? eighty. I mean, as much as people don't realize, Anne. Michael, Michael, Michael's starting to Carol. Yeah. yeah. My Carol's a my other name. grandma's name. Her name is Carol Ann Durham. That's an old. Oh, why do all white people have just the most? I can guess almost any white person's middle name. Guess what my mom's middle it, name it's is? It's so. It's probably like her name is Mary. Is it Anne? No. Oh, what is it? It starts with an E. Emma. No. Emily. No. What is it? She was born in 1968. I'm not trying to age my mom. I don't know. Mary Elizabeth. Oh yeah. My my aunt, my great aunt, my great aunt, her aunt, we call her Mary Beth. White women have the most basic names ever. Sarah. What's your name? Sarah Ann Harper? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but names go through eras, but the the, the names that are coming out now. Sue is such an old they're name. They're so like, what did, uh, like North. Who the hell named their kid Northwest? It's cool, but. What it's also man? weird. It's weird. <laughs> like, what did uh, what did Elon name his son? M7, M789. Algorithm, but yeah, it's, it's, pronounced, it's pronounced like Atheon or something like that. stupid. <laughs> Like names are getting like just I mean we're we are experiencing we're the Pharrell's end of an era. Name, Pharrell's kid's name is cool. It sounds like a superhero, but what is it? Rocket. Yeah. What's Pharrell's last name? I don't know. Man, it, it's Williams. Rocket Williams. Hold on. That's a cool. Say it's not a cool name. Hey, babe. I'm uh, wrapping up the podcast right now. So I'll, I'll ask her about I'll call you right ask back. her what she thinks about Pharrell's kid's name. Oh hey hey. Aaron told me to ask you, what do you think about Pharrell's child's name? His name is Rocket Williams. Rocket? Yeah, his, his name is Rocket. I was I was talking about how names how names have changed and how like a long time ago you have people that are named like like my grandmas, both my grand my my grandparents, Betty Jean Dury and Carol Ann Durham. Those are names that you don't know. There's not kids named Carol anymore, and like. We're moving out of that era now. Why would you, why would you name your child an object? Like after what? An object? Like an object, or like a? I don't know. It's weird. Well, I I I, I use the kids <clears throat> as an example, and I use like Brooks and Steele's class, like different names that like we're starting to get back into that where there's new names being used, and names like Michael and Tyler and Aaron they will be obsolete, just like uh, Ethel. Ethel's not, you know, or Igor. You're 100 years old if your name is Igor. Yeah, I mean, Silas is a very, very old name, like 1800s. Oh, I, yeah, I've never heard of it. I didn't know that. I that's was like, I, I just said Silas. I was like, I've never heard of a Silas in my Bible. life. It's like Seymour. That's an old <laughs> Seymour. <laughs> what? He okay, said, I love you. Love I love you too. All right, bye. She said, she said it's weird for people to name their kids after objects. I hope she knows y'all na- her, y'all's kid's name is named after a type of metal. <laughs> Steel. Yeah. I mean, Shepard. 
That's a biblical kind of not biblical, but it, you heard sheep, sheep head, sheep head, yeah, yeah. The sheep man. I, I I always find that interesting though that if you look at different cultures, <laughs> sheep it's, head, it's very prominent that, and I mean you see it in a very very wide variety, and you're and we're witnessing right now where like I'm saying Tyler, if you were to have a son right now, and you have 100 percent control over what his name is, what is his name? Kyler Edmund Durham Jr. Really? No. That's a terrible. Actually, then I'm about to just sound like a super hypocrite. She liked the name Caven. Who? Caven. K-A-V-E-N. That was one of the names we were looking for for Shepherd. Was Caven. Okay. If you had no, I'm without you have Brittany has no say in it. LeBron James Durham. N- literally no say. You get to pick whatever comes to your mind. That is his name. LeBron James Durham. Is it? No, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I don't know. Shepherd's just fitting. I don't know. You know what's a cool name? Styles. S T Y L E Z. Styles. <laughs> well, not like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Styles. I like that. No, but like, like I'm saying, you're. It's gonna get to a point where James Brad Brighton, Brighton is a cool name too. Yeah, but no, I'm sorry, James Brad Hayden. People we know, Garrett. They're not going to be those uh, names. You know what else is the old anymore. name? Garth. <laughs> that Garth Brooks, <laughs> Garth one of the most popular artists of all time, and I don't know why. Jensen. <laughs> I've never heard of a Jensen in my life. The guy that played um, in Supernatural, his name is Jensen Ackles. Oh. Well, Tom. Tom is an old name. Tom Holland. Like Tom. Bill. Yeah, William. Which is. I have a question. Bill short for William. I've been watching Titans, right? Yeah. And you know the story of, you know the story of like Robbins and stuff like that? Mm hmm. Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. What well, his real name is Richard. I was about. To, I was literally about to say that Richard. Why, why is, is Dick it, short for Richard? Yeah. Why is Dick short for I Richard? I was literally about to say that because Jacob Noyes, his real first name is Richard. Yeah, Richard. How do you get Dick? His name Richard? is Richard Grayson, but he goes by Dick Grayson. Why? I don't know. It's so weird. It's like William and Bill. How the hell do you get yeah. Bill from William? Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. That'd be like my name's Kyler, but everybody calls me. I don't know. Zane, Stu, or Zane, yeah, Zane. Like those aren't even close. Like I don't understand. It makes no sense. All right, we're over an hour. Oh, one hundred percent. Wrap it up. You can follow me on Snapchat. Hold me on. <sighs> Kyle Durham twenty one. Go to patreon.com slash nynp. You can't guard me, Aaron. Aaron Cross fifteen Snapchat iPhone Aaron Instagram. That's it. All right, you got anything? Uh, our next episode comes out on mom on uh, eight twenty four. It's Mamba Day. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll I'll praise the Mamba, and um, hope everyone has a Zionless Christmas. They will. And um, if you, if you ever feel bad, unless he gets traded by next Friday. Yeah. And if you ever feel bad about yourself, just remember. I will step on you to get to where yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I will step on you. And you're not as bad as Jack. Jack disobeys his parents. Jack's a thief and Jack's a murderer. So as long as you're not as bad as Jack, you're a good person. <laughs>